Welcome to the With You Always podcast, brought to you by Sushipay, the online community information platform for disciples. Here we invite followers of Jesus Christ to share reflections and wisdom from the journey. Our hope is to instill a recognition that God is indeed with us always. Today, Trish Irvine from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, shares what God is doing in her life. The Gospel for today comes from John chapter 21, and it says, At that time, Jesus revealed himself again to his disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. He revealed himself in this way. Together with Simon Peter, Thomas called Didymus, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, Zebedee's sons, and two others of his disciples. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, We also will come with you. So they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. When it was already dawn, Jesus was standing on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, Children, have you caught anything to eat? They answered him, No. So he said to them, Cast the net over the right side of the boat, and you will find something. So they cast it, and were not able to pull it in, because of the number of fish. So the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he tucked in his garment, for he was lightly clad, and jumped into the sea. The other disciples came in the boat, for they were not far from shore, only about a hundred yards, dragging the net with the fish. When they climbed out on shore, they saw a charcoal fire with fish on it and bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish you just caught. So Simon Peter went over and dragged the net ashore, full of 153 large fish. Even though there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come, have breakfast. And none of the disciples dared to ask him, Who are you? Because they realized it was the Lord. Jesus came over and took the bread and gave it to them, and in like manner the fish. This was now the third time Jesus was revealed to his disciples after being raised from the dead. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Simon Peter answered him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my lambs. He then said to Simon Peter a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Simon Peter answered him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Tend my sheep. Jesus said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was distressed that Jesus had said to him a third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Amen, amen, I say to you. When you were younger, you used to dress yourself and go where you wanted. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands, and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. He said this signifying by what kind of death he would glorify God. And when he had said this, he said to him, Follow me. There are so many things that we could speak on and point to in this gospel. But there's just a couple of things I want to talk about. 
the first on Fridays for my classes, we read the gospel for the upcoming Sunday, and then we just take a few minutes to talk a little bit about it. And one of the questions I ask is, how can you apply this to your life? And in several of my classes, the students were saying, if you trust in God, he'll provide. He'll give you good things. And while that's true, I also just felt compelled in a few of the classes to mention, yes, but this is also a post-resurrection appearance. And so Jesus has suffered and died and risen from the dead. And so to not too flippantly say that if you trust in God, he'll provide for you and give you good things as though there would be no suffering involved. Because there is profound suffering, even this time where Jesus is asking Peter, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? It naturally is a reminder of the three times that Peter denies knowing Christ. And so to follow the Lord and to trust in him, it does mean that the Lord will provide and will give us good things. But we're not always the best equipped to be able to see the goodness that is offered to us in the particular moment. And so I would mention that in my classes, not trying to like crush them or to tell them that like it's going to be incredibly difficult to follow the Lord, that it's not worth it, but just that I don't want them to walk away with the idea that if you trust in God, then he just gives you good things and pleasant things and it's always nice. But one thing that caught my attention when reading through this gospel was the comment that is made about how even though there are 153 large fish, the net was not torn. And when we hear this story earlier in the Gospels about how before Jesus calls them, how they don't catch any fish, and then he like preaches from their boat, and then they throw the net over, and they pull the net in, and it speaks about the net tearing and how it's this difficult thing to get all of the fish in. And that detail in John's gospel here caught my attention of the net not being torn, because perhaps that's what trusting in the Lord does. Not that the Lord will always be giving us good things according to how the world sees it, that we'll always be successful, or that we'll always have plenty but rather that our net will not tear. That whatever the Lord is giving to us, that he'll, he'll also give us the means to be able to, to draw it in, to embrace it, and to continue to follow him. Not that he'll give us the strength on our own, but that with him, our nets won't tear. But as these disciples experience once again the Lord providing in this incredible way for them. The gift that he gives to them is not primarily the fish, but the ability to pull it in for the net to not tear, to trust in the Lord, and then from this point on to continue to trust in him so that whatever they're pulling in, whether it's sorrow or whatever, or whether it's something that seems really good or pleasant, that whatever it is, that they can continue to trust in the Lord's ability to provide and the desire he has to be with them for all eternity. 
Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for the gift that you give to us of being faithful, the ways that you provide for us, the good things that you give to us. And Lord, we ask for the grace to be able to recognize your goodness and your faithfulness, even in the times that seem sorrowful or difficult. And that by trusting in you, our nets would not tear. That as we pull in sorrow, as we pull in joy, that we would do all in union with you. Amen. Hi everyone, my name is Eric Gallagher, the founder of Sushipe, the online community information platform for disciples. I wanted to take a moment to thank you for listening and also to encourage you to check out our online community at sushipe.co. That's S-U-S-C-I-P-E dot C-O. At sushipe.co, we're constantly offering free book studies, self-guided mini retreats, opportunities for family fun, prayer, and more. If you're interested in engaging with a community of individuals who are desiring to grow deeper in their spiritual lives, check out sushipe.co and get involved today.